Previously on Roleplay Radio? Dean Valentin, do you remember the night that we took care of the Mage Hunter eggs in the story? Yes. Well, Griff's been acting off since then. He's been sick. Seems like something is messing with his mind. You don't just get resuscitated without some side effects. What your friend is experiencing here, Griff? Griffin, are you there? There is a beast living within him. We are to take it out, or it's going to take over him. Dean Valentin. Yes. This this might be way off. Well, I mean, you remember the the corrupted Eldritch Bomb, right? And how it turned things monstrous. Would it at all be possible that the counter effects on that kind of monstrosity might work here? Do you yes. have your notes? Uh, yes. Pull them out now. Okay. You might be onto something. Riff, when you wake up, you're feeling better than ever. But you are in Dean Valentin's cottage still. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty, pretty great. If I ask on a scale of one to ten, how angry are you? This is no, this is a, this is three. Huh. You listen to me. Something happened to you. Something that you may not fully comprehend. If ever there comes a time where you lose your temper, please aim it in the right direction. After your exams, things begin to liven up around campus as you are heading to the Strixhaven Stadium for today. It is uh, your reserved time for Mitch Tower practice. Gary's doing his laps and whoever is near him, I'm gonna say it's a mistake. He's just like, wait, is that, is that Greta in the bleachers? Yeah, she's uh, part of Scroller Blades. Oh, great, I need to talk to her. Right, for the, for the, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Greta, Greta. Oh, hey, hey, um, hi. Could you come with me for a few minutes? What's up, what do you want? Gary has a way to let you remember everything from last year. And anyways, I can bring you to him and he can walk you through the rest. And as you're leading the way, all of a sudden, you feel the ground rumbling. It starts off as a light tremor. You could practically see the field moving a little. The bells start ringing in the distance, and the dragon scarred immediately scurry away. Last time the bells rang, it was owlbears. What do you think it is this time? Bullets? What? Like, armored moles. The entire field begins moving again. Alright, uh, let's get Greta to where it's safe. Let's go! <laughs> let's go. And as she takes the next step, suddenly, Greta vanishes. The ground underneath her sinks. I try to grab her. You manage to pull Greta. She is covered in mud. <laughs> what the fuck is... What? And as you pour her out, a ten-foot hole has erupted, and it's water mixed with dirt, so it's just very muddy, muddy water. Immediately you hear Lieutenant Stoplis come in like, Quick down! We need every single waterbender, every single earthbender, to the big place in the scriptoria now. There's a leak. There's a leak. Tev number seventh, two months ago. Gary's gonna go talk to Maxie. Okay, you find Maxie tinkering with a puppet. Looks like made out of wood, and it's like she's trying to install gears into it. Uh. You want to see the boiler room? You get down there and she's just amazed at all of the engines and the gears and all that. And she's just like, whoa. Hey, Ga Gary, Garrett, Garrett? I was fine, I usually go by Gary. Garrett, oh boy. Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to make it walk on its own. And she like holds up her puppet. 
You think they can teach me in Strixhaven? Um, I mean, I would think so. I actually learned something kind of similar, but from an alchemy perspective. And it wasn't really something I was taught in classes, so much as something I kind of just ended up having to figure out. So Gary will pull out like a little potion bottle and be like, um, do, do you mind if I demonstrate on yours? I don't want to ruin it or anything, but it won't be ruined. What is that? Um, it's, it's just a, a concoction I made that would animate it, but only temporarily. She holds it right out. <laughs> uh, so Gary will turn this into a homunculus servant. Yes! Nice. That's exactly what she's trying to learn. You pour it, and the puppet, I want to say she laid it down on the floor, and then the puppet just sits up. And just like looks up at both of you. The problem is she didn't build it a mouth, so. <laughs> She's like, oh crap. That's, that's so Okay, that's next. Needs a voice box. Wow. Uh, I mean, well. She tries to taunt it over like a puppy. At, at least you know now. Um, this, this was based off of. So, I don't know if you heard about anything that happened last year at Strixhaven. No, and she keeps poking the puppet. Uh, so there was this bomb that would turn things to life and- That's cool. Evil. Uh, and anyways, over the summer I was working on extracting out the turning things to life part without the making them attack you part. She keeps just poking the puppet. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alchemy's not my jam, Gare. She, she grabs it. She's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. She grabs the puppet. She looks and see how the gears are working on the inside and what mm. she needs to tweak. Uh, <laughs> she opens the aperture in the back. No! No! So, can I make this happen without alchemy? I mean, I'm sure that there's a way. There are plenty of clockwork servants, and I don't think any of them are running on alchemy magic. Great. Great. She holds out her hand <laughs> again. Uh, sorry that your mom replaced you with me. Um, That's weird. She was about to say something nice and then she <laughs> changes her mind last minute. She's like, uh, okay, I, I didn't think she replaced me. I think she was just sending me away to learn. I mean, that, that's what you said to her. Well, that's between me and my mom. And okay. I'd prefer it if people didn't get involved. You sound a lot like your mom. Hmm. But thank you. That's really fucking cool. Is it gonna stay like that, or like um, how long do I have? Not for very long. Uh, <laughs> maybe an hour or so. Okay. In actuality, Gary could keep this going as long as he wanted, but I don't want to yeah. run out of yeah. alchemist infusions because sure, he's sure. just animated uh, yeah. Maxie's thing. All right, that's gonna earn you a plus one. Hey. Two months later. This is why I don't make jokes around you guys. It ripples. <laughs> okay, okay. We, we begin tonight with the bells. It was a perfectly normal day at Strixhaven. And then the bells began. And everybody knows what the bells mean. Today, they specifically are ringing them because of, quote-unquote, a leak in the scriptoria. Within minutes, the central campus of Strixhaven is a bit chaotic as people are rushing out of the biblioplex because the scriptoria took the blunt force of it, little to the F-Squad's knowledge, there was a rupture, almost like a freak of nature, had moved the earth around, or something was digging tunnels under there, wreaking havoc, and a lot of kids in the scriptoria who were there studying took the blunt hit 
Uh, they had to swim away to safety. Distant screaming resonated throughout all of the scriptoria. I'm imagining a lot of people who were on canoes elsewhere on higher caverns. Uh, we see a satyr professor reading in a canoe as the canoe slowly starts to get lower and lower because the water's draining, and eventually Some, somebody's cleaning the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> the plug, we have better call. Oh boy! It's not uh, but honestly, the floods are only part of the problem. The real problem became the earth itself. Sinkholes began popping up everywhere. In one moment, students were having lunch at the Fire Toad Cafe, and then the next thing they know, their entire table was sunk in and they were dragged into the earth. That's why they should have gone to the Bozen Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sinkholes began popping up everywhere. Entire uh, carriages, stages, student towers began to sink into the earth, and then students started panicking and trying to get out. These people dying? Going into the crevices and holes? Is that the scene? We see staff rallying together, helping to bring the, the students people in the out. Tower. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those Everybody's fine. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> well, is this is this just a mass death? It's a natural disaster here. But natural. we do see oh. staff rallying together to help out. We see Dean Zimone casting mathematical magic into the air. Don't question it. Uh, <laughs> It's That's just, a magical. It's a bell. It's a glowing belt with like formulas written on it or something to create an anti-gravity field so that students can jump out of their towers and dragons guard as well. The dragons guard are actually taking off their armor and creating dams and wither bloom as well because they don't need armor right now. The water is and the earth is the real issue, or at least so they think, because no one really knows the cause of this yet. Funnily enough, back at the Strixhaven Stadium. The F-Squad just learned the cause of this. A sly showed up, popped out of the ground, out of that sinkhole. And you all are facing it. Please, do roll initiative. The blue slot crawls out of the ground on all fours and immediately lunges ahead. But the earth underneath him is making him sink back in. It's too muddy. It's very unstable. Gary, you are next. You just witnessed the blue slot try to attack your friends. Okay, what Gary is gonna do, he'll pull out a vial of grease and throw it at the ground where the slot is, and he's gonna make some magic stones. Mistake. Okay. I don't want to just like leave Greta next to this dude. I think I'm gonna just stay until Greta can get to safety and stab it. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> First roll of mistake is a net one. I'm gonna say mistake got some of the grease on her. Plus, with the ground still kind of heaving and getting really sloshy, being very difficult to maintain balance on, she just completely misses with the rapier, unable to get solid footing, and with a bit of grease on her face. Sorry. <laughs> Griff wants to push it in the hole. Griff wants to shove it into the hole. It would be really fun, since he's standing on grease, for him to be able to be pushed farther. Right? 15. Good luck. Ugh. Okay, Griff, excuse me, goes on. I'm gonna take him to the hole. Runs down the distance of, of the pitch and just slam right into the slide Grab and be abruptly, rudely stopped. <laughs> he looks shorter from afar. He's actually taller than you, but yeah. he is made like stone. Even with the grease below his feet, he does slide a little bit, but he's holding. Well, so he's gonna use Quicken spell. I, I wanna cast Chromatic Orb out He crumples into the slide, shakes it off, and just instinctively throws out his arm and just shoots a Chromatic Orb. Oh. 
It is a horrible mess. The comedy of errors continues. Yep. Yeah. Nobody has succeeded at nothing. Alright. What is going on here? Do we need to swap dice? We need to rotate dice? What do we need to do here? We have a whole bunch of other dice in the other room. Brand new dice aren't infected by the vibes of the room. Cost. Cost is going to sludge on over to the armoire that is uh, currently burning. Yes, it is. up in the center of the field. And they're going to take out some of their special magical paint infused with Eldritch Bomb and draw a face onto the armoire. <laughs> and then <laughs> the armoire springs to life and then turns to Koss. And Koss says, go get him. And draws mean eyebrows over <laughs> They will command the armoire to go attack the slot. <laughs> the armoire rolled 23. Yes! First hit! And it's the furniture. <laughs> the slot is dealing with mistake, Greta, and Griff, and then suddenly just <laughs> gets hit in the back of the head by a fucking door. As all of this is happening, you hear the ground rumble again. You feel it. Near the base of your tower, out of the ground crawls a red slug, looking just as ravenous. <laughs> and it's about to jump your way when suddenly that same ground that was just moved around moves back up again and a face appears and goes, oh no you don't. It's Phoenix and she is going to erupt out of the ground. She cannot fight, but she sure as hell can get in the way. <laughs> um, so brings us to Greta, which I think if you guys are not insulted, she's going to disengage and run. Oh, yeah, because yeah, actually, I kind of like the idea of instead of running to safety, she climbs the armoire. Can she do that? Oh, yeah, sir. She gets inside. <laughs> she gets inside. <laughs> instead of in charge of the arm, she's got the doors. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, she just jumps in. She's currently protected by a Greta door puncher. Oh, the blue slot is pretty pissed off at this armoire, but it's kind of just inclined to follow the blood, not an angry object. So he's going to swing at mistake and grip one each. Yeah. 27 to yeah. hit mistake. Upwards swing of the claws rips some of your robes and makes you bleed. Griff. That's a net 20. Uh, uh, silvery barbs, that one. I'll waste Ooh. a second level spell slot for that. Koss saw the sharp claws heading right for Rip's heart. Silvery barbs, motherfucker. And that's a 15? No. And the silvery oh, barbs. Thank like, you. Flying <laughs> the slot. Just, and then just hits air. Gary. Gary would like to remember what he learned about Slod and any resistances or weaknesses. 12. You know, weaknesses you're having trouble remembering, but you sure remember that the slot have resistance to, you remember it because it's so basic, cold and, and hot. They have resistance to both cold and hot. Okay, great. You can work with that. Gary is going to get out his slingshot and shoot an acid barb at it. Dirty 20. Yes, you hit it right in the ribs and uh, the acid is burning through its skin and it's just shrieking at you. Mistake, you're up. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to fire at the blue star. Okay. He's facing down Griff and they're doing the kind of dance and then an arrow just flies by <laughs> Griff's head. A nice mistake, I mean, that was nice shot, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to Griff. He saw the poison barb. And so he's gonna back up and risk the attack. Okay. As you're heading away, the blue stop swings at you. Square the chest. Before you do absolutely anything else, 
when he hits you and slashes you, it feels good. It sure does. The sting feels surprisingly good. Oh, oh Can no. you roll a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Not twenty. Nice, <laughs> nice. That will that work? You snap out it's, of it. It's a minus one though, because that's my wisdom. <laughs> and it no longer feels that cool. It feels very, very painful. You you didn't feel it until like two, three seconds later. <gasps> oh, fuck! Uh, finally, next serve. He's gonna try a chromatic orb again. Okay. 17 plus 6. So an orb appears out of your ring as you hurl it's a green orb. Something like a green gusher mm. that kind of <laughs> comes out and oh. explodes on them like a gusher. Koss is next. Great. So Koss is going to spend the bonus action to command the armoire so that uh, armoire can act on its turn. And then Koss is going to put down a hypnotic pattern right here. Ooh. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. Red first, 16. All right. Yeah, that would save. The blue one is an eight. All right, so the blue one becomes charmed for one minute. While charmed, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. <laughs> the red one is next. Well, actually, the armoire is next. Oh, yeah, yeah, the armoire yeah. is going <laughs> to fall over to the red one and just go boom, 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 boom. Oh, oh, with the doors. Oh, not 20. Oh, yes, Let's armoire. go, armoire. Fucking <laughs> armoire. I absolutely love that the F squad started with fighting furniture and now it is using fighting furniture. The red slot sees that it is cornered. It is on I one side. Armoire. On, on one side, there is a statue that just erupted out of the ground and is now 10 feet tall in front of them and pretty wide. And then, of course, an armoire that just came and beat the shit out of it out of nowhere. So what it does is it backs up, jumps back into the hole, and disappears unbeknownst to you. Meanwhile, as all of this is happening, as you're having this encounter with the slot, you notice that uh, a bunch of students begin to run in and descend here. They're all just freaking the hell out because the Dragon's Guard sent them here thinking that it was safe. A lot, of, a lot of open field, nothing to fall on top of you. They figured this was safe, but they arrive and skid to a hall and like, what the fuck is going on? Additionally, out of the ground, yeah, a much smaller hole appears. Much, much smaller. But it appears right in front of the students as a tiny little bullywug. <laughs> Distant cousin to the slotty, per some of your textbooks, appears there. At first, you see the head, looks around, sees Gary, sees Gary's feet. I assume Gary's focused on yeah, the fight here. Sure. Ignores Gary for now, turns his attention to the students. <laughs> his uh, cheeks bubbling up, he gets ready to. <laughs> erupts a stream of acid at these students. Some of them get showered with acid, but all of a sudden, a Dragon's Guard shield appears in front, blocking the acid. The acid squirts in every direction. You notice that it is not a Dragon's Guard behind that shield. It's King. Oh. He found a Dragon's Guard shield that Dragon's Guard left behind and is holding it in front of this bully one. 
The blue slot is next though, so what does it have to do? It does straight up nothing. It does straight up nothing. <laughs> Head bobbing in place like in a drunken stupor. Yeah. So, uh, bad news. Oh. oh, right, yes. The acid barb does another 2d4 damage. Okay. okay. As the barbs just keep kind of sinking into its flesh. It's Ooh. very unpleasant. <laughs> that acid damage snaps him out of that drunken stupor. Gary, you are next. Cool. Gary noticed the bullywug, I hope. Yes, yeah. I think at this point you you would have. Okay. He mostly wants to get its attention away from the students. He's going to load his slingshot this time with a magic stone and fling that at the bullywug. 16 to hit. <laughs> okay. And then seeing Koss bring the armoire to life reminds Gary that like he has Eldritch Balm too. <laughs> and he's gonna pull out I want to say that because he makes his homunculus servants kind of on the fly, I want to say this time it's like something that Maxi made. What I really want it to be is one of those little symbol monkeys. Mm -hmm. yes. yes! He's just like kind of looking around his stuff and he finds this little symbol monkey and he's like, ah, ah, uh, rubs some eldritch balm on it and uh, <laughs> with his bonus action, it's just like, get, get the bullywug! And then, like the armoire, it takes its turn after okay. my turn. All right. So this bullywog just finished as terrorizing students and suddenly gets hit in the head by a magic stone. Hey! Mm -hmm. Over here! Turns and around. Monkey goes flat. <laughs> All right, mistake. You're up. Yeah. So I'm going to keep attacking the, the blue guy now that he's no longer charmed. 14 plus 7, 21. Yeah, the arrow, I want to say, hits him somewhere pretty vulnerable this time. So maybe somewhere close to the neck. Mm. Dangerously close to the neck as uh, greenish-black blood begins to gush out of this slot. And for some reason, it appears to not be slowed down by it. It is pissed off and focused on you that the blood is just gushing, and it's at most a hindrance. It's like carrying around sandbags. As you hear the bullywug from afar say something in an unknown language to you, Griff. Uh, I'm gonna try Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. Griff simulates. He's always gonna keep in mind what Thorn did, how like Thorn put his hands in the ground. <clears throat> Griff just kind of thrusts his hand towards the ground mm -hmm. and like will flex. It's almost like you're punching the ground so it can erupt elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Just for flavor, I think Phoenix is shrinking a little so that you can use more her. Yes! Get him, darling! Griff is now very focused on... His hand is up in the air like he's holding the slot by its neck with dirt that looks exactly like his arm. Beautiful. Earthen paw. All right, Koss. Let's see. Koss is going to shrink into a small form <laughs> so that mistake can shoot over them. <laughs> so they're going to say to the bullywug, Listen, I'm sure that you're good at being a frog, but you don't need to be such a bully about it. Five psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack it makes. And then bonus action to command uh, the armoire to smack the bullywug. <laughs> Sweet. And then finally the armoire is going to hover out of its reach to provoke an opportunity attack. From the bullywug? Yes. I think as the armoire began backing away, the bullywug turned around and just burped uh. really loud. And it's poison spray. The armoire needs to make a con saving throw. Uh, okay. I bet the armoire is probably immune to poison. Yeah, it is actually immune to poison. Damn it! Okay. Oh, well, I did what I did. As that happens, Koss is also going to say to all the students, Run! Run in now! Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll start running. Greta could also bail out of... Actually, yeah, I think Greta just jumps out of the armoire and begins running after the students. We'll go get help! They say, and as you're feeling so confident, 
Right in front of you, the ground sinks a little. The red slot pops out, but you don't even see its head. The claw is the first thing to get you and tries to poke at you. Eight to hit. Eight does not hit me. All right, and it goes for the second one. And that's a nat one. Oh Darn it. <laughs> and once, oh, thank God, I thought you were a bullet. <laughs> once again, you hear the bully walk. Murasol, it's Kudaba, And it goes back up to Bluey. Bluey is restrained, isn't he? You got me restrained, check. Okay, that is a 12. No. Damn it. He is restrained by Earth. Are you not even gonna try? Come on. He's Gary. still in the grease. Can he still fall prone? I imagine so. Yeah, so he has to roll. All right, Dex? Yep. That's an 11. Oh, he finally, <laughs> finally slips in the grease. He slips and like, is kind of rolling in place because yeah. he's got a layer, a donut of Earth around him <laughs> in the fist. Gary, you are next. All right. Yeah, I don't think he can do anything better than throw rocks at it. So he's gonna throw rocks at it. <laughs> well, that was a nat one. And again, he uses his bonus action to tell the monkey, keep clapping! Hang on, hang on. You slingshot this rock. Yep. You're aiming. Aiming you're, down. You, you, <laughs> you stumble or something that you don't hit it with as much force. The rock hits the bullywog and it's just like <laughs> right in the throat that it spits out just a drop of acid <gasps> that hits you in the mouth. Oh! <laughs> And you feel the skin around your face, uh, around oh. your mouth burning. Oh. Uh, all right. Do I take any damage for that, or just like? You know what's happening. Shame. Uh, well, okay, so I don't take damage then. Shame. You know what? Take a D four. Now that you have, why do you have yeah. to ask? It's Thank like the you. person who asks, "Do we have homework?" I because I want Gary to suffer. <laughs> he was created for suffering. It's only one it's damage. One hit point she of damage. Didn't mean as it, Gary. Your skin around <laughs> your mouth begins burning. Wait, keep oh. clapping! Oh, yes! Keep clapping. He's what do I roll? Oh, um, I roll. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey claps! Eleven. No. Okay. Gary tries to tell it, I think. He's like, keep clapping! But because he's so shocked from, like, the acid that has hit his face, he, like, smutters over the words and the monkey doesn't really know what to do. <laughs> it claps all right, but it's just... It's it, just normal it's clapping. It's a normal <laughs> Mistake. All right. Person two, so let it stay. Yeah. That's a nat one. Yes! Wow! Hold on, how many D6s do you need? <laughs> I know, it's great. 38. 38 damage. Oh. You, you run in there and you poke it between the, the earth fingers that are grappling this thing. You go right for the fleshy bits. Because it was an act 20, I'm even gonna say that you're so up close and personal that when you hit it and blood gushes and erupts, you realize that it already had a scratch around the neck bone area that it definitely didn't get here in the stadium. It is fresh, and once again you hear over your shoulder, Morsol, Okvar, Skirabut! As the bully will continues to try to give orders to no avail. Griff. The fact that it's not dead is. So I know, that's what I like. It is, uh, it is looking really bad. Really, really bad. Griff is gonna get up there with, with mistake. Badass walk as the earth releases him. They think I'm I'm the dangerous one. Jeez, mistake. <laughs> uh, he looks at it, hovers his non-scaled hand over it, and is just picturing his brain and trying to squish it. Can I help you out here? Because okay. this is the ability that was unlocked 
in story yeah. because of what happened. It makes more sense for it to be your scaled arm. Okay. Glowing purple the way it did. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Um, Thank you. So I want to say, like, even before you're, you're, like, considering what to do, your arm is calling. Your arm's hungry. It begins glowing purple. And once again, stinging. It, it needs to release. It needs that release. And you walk up to it. Well, yeah, walk up to it. And like a hand that's trying to cast a demon out. Yeah. But just trying to squish his brain from the inside. Yeah. It's minus two. 14. Oh, it goes to the runner. It goes to me? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you reach out. You try to let out that energy that's building up within you. And it refracts me. I was going to say, it just like blinks a couple of times. Almost as if it's realizing what you're trying to do to it. And then... Boom, let it out, but it reverberates. Can you make an intelligence save? Yes! <laughs> that one. Oh, boy. You feel the blast such that it drops you on your back. And we're going to leave it at that for now. <laughs> Everybody just sees Griff fall as his own spell <laughs> Must be exceptionally himself. confusing for mistake. Griff just saunters over, completely chill, holds out his hand, he glows purple for a second, and he's just flat on his ass. <laughs> what just... What Ooh, you... I'm so happy. Koss. <laughs> Can his arm be smoking purple? Hell yeah. Koss. Koss is going to start pulling out more paints from uh, their belt and just like conjuring something up into the air as they drop the concentration on the hypnotic pattern and the colors from that swirl around until they form a gigantic, gargantuan armoire. <laughs> right here with an incredibly angry face that lets out a huge Godzilla-like roar. This is Major Illusion, and Koss is going to have this armoire just bellow into the face of the Bullywug with the hopes that the Bullywug will be distracted and command the other things to focus on that armoire as a threat. And that armoire and the other armoire both converge upon the Bullywug. Hey! <laughs> the real one and the fake one. Yes. Okay, all right. This is what I'm talking about, Michael. <laughs> no contact. This is what I'm talking about. So technically I skipped the Bullywug, but I'm going to have him go now. Okay. He sees this big old armoire and is going to back up a little, but sees the other armoire behind him. <laughs> and Phoenix still there. Because she used some of her earth to lend to Griff, she's now just lying on her side, like is trying to recuperate some of that earth. The point is he's cornered still. <laughs> Throws up all the acid that it did before at the students, this time at the major image, because he is uh, panicking. Physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things can pass through it. At least to the bullywug. Yes. So the bullywug tries to shoot acid at it, realizing it went straight through the armoire and just goes, huh? <laughs> And just when Gary was almost done getting rid of the acid from his face, turns around and another <laughs> splash of acid. <laughs> Which, that's gonna give you another d4 since you talked before. That's what you get for talking. <laughs> Bring on the suffering. How dare you say things in this audio medium. I know, the, I'm supposed to be a silent, diligent wife. <laughs> what? Stop it. That was weird. So Red Slod or Mursol, according to the Bullywug. It's going to jump over Koss and just slash at Koss on the way, but also trying to hit the armoire. So Koss first. That's an eight. Doesn't hit. Okay. And the second one is for the armoire, which would hit yep. if it was real. At that point, since both of the affected people, I would actually want to believe in it. I've seen through it. Koss is going to drop the illusion. That will take us back up to blue. 
He is no longer restrained, but he is prone. So he uses his last of his movement. It is on its last bit of life. And mistake, you notice that it does something weird. It puts a, a claw on Griff's shoulder. Like it's an ally, like it's a fallen ally. And then turns to you and uses its last bit of life to slash at you. Okay. That's a 20 something. Mm -hmm. 22. Okay. Oh. I'm going to use my reaction to Uncanny Dodge yes! and have that damage to seven. All right. You managed to uncannily dodge. It drew some blood, but it goes in for the gut again, this time for a jab because it does have multiple attack. And this time it is a 12, misses. which misses. You managed to roll out of the way enough, which makes sense. He is also heavily slowed down, not doing great. Oh, it needs to dexterity oh, yes. save for the... 13. Fails. Yeah. yeah. The uncanny dodge makes it so that the second attack makes him trick. That brings us up to Gary. Okay. So Gary is going to shoot another magic stone at the Bullywog. Okay. 14. That will hit. Bonus action. He's gonna throw a vial at Griff. And I want to say that this is like sugar glass. And then when it lands on Griff and shatters, it just fuck him. <laughs> uh, which casts Healing Word on Griff, because he's on the ground, and Gary doesn't know that he's maybe evil now. So the sugar glass rains upon Griff and turns into sparkles as it touches his flesh and absorbs into his flesh as he heals. But we'll get back to you, because the mistake is next. I also want to say, the rest of you guys see Gary with just a big old blotch of red over mm -hmm. his face. Hairs sticking stubbornly, but you could literally just rub them off now. Okay, mistake. Uh, this thing's still up and it's still trying to attack me. It is. So, just gonna stop it. Mm. 16? How do you do this? Um, with trepidation? Uh, <laughs> mistake hasn't actually killed anything throughout oh. all of this. Oh. And I'm not sure she really wants to hear. She has two daggers. So I kind of want to see if there, she could like pin it in place. You so, can pin it by like the arms. Yeah, yeah. Shove the daggers there and just like stay there. <laughs> and bonus action to like go over to to Griff and like kneel next to him, kind of slap him in the face, try and wake him up a little. Like Griff, Griff, what? You, you good? <laughs> okay, that's perfect. <laughs> Mistake is kneeling over Griff. Thinking, like, did he somehow put himself to sleep? What's going on? You're trying to slap him away. You're feeling his pulse. He is not showing any signs of response. And then all of a sudden, we just see his eyes open. And they are purple, glowing. And Mistake realizes the error of her ways. And Griff sits up. Griff, you are berserk. Meaning you must attack the nearest thing to you. That being a mistake. So I'm going to leave it up to you. You can use whatever you want, or you could just literally claw. Because metagaming, this is still your teammate, but like, you are berserk. You cannot help. You need to attack the nearest thing that's alive and moving. I'm gonna go for the grapple. Okay. That's what Griff does. That does sound like Griff does. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A very, a very painful grapple as he sinks his claws on the stage shoulders. It's an 18. 18? <laughs> That's 
in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Mistake must be... How does Mistake feel upon this, this site? At first she was just concerned about what the hell happened to Griff after downing the blue guy. She didn't want to just leave Griff lying on the ground next to it, right next to the sinkhole that might get bigger, so she goes over to check on him, sees the purple eyes, and is like, Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> and he's immediately grappled. Yeah, with pounces. Yeah. That goes to cost. You have just witnessed something very strange around the corner from this red slot. You are witnessing mistaking Griff fighting in the middle of the field. Do I see Griff's eyes? Maybe not his eyes, but definitely his arm. Because he's grappling mistaken, you definitely see that. So Koss is going to Missy step over. Griff, listen, we're your friends, and uh, here's that song that you liked a lot. And then he's going to play Counter Charm to attempt to break Griff out of it. Ooh. Okay. Now, previously, that was kind of because he was under a charm effect. But in this case, he's not charmed. He's actually immune to charm. So it feels like it wouldn't actually work in this case. For rules of the wizard. Yeah. You try, but Griff is too concentrated on the stake, so at most it's just a distraction, but he's not letting go. Griff, stop attacking our friends like mistake. Also, Armoire punched the bullywog in the face. <laughs> uh, and the Armoire is going to punch the bullywog in the face. All right. It makes the bullywog fall prone because he is that wounded. But it's a, oh, come on. It's kind of move. <laughs> it's not looking good, it's still alive, but... Up next is the red slot, Gary. Oh, shit. You're so busy facing down the bullywug, or looking in that direction anyway, that the slot just grabs you by the shoulders. Does your homunculus servant take damage? Yes, it does. So actually, what it did is, it put one claw on each of your shoulders. One on yours, one on your monkey, and... <laughs> slashes backwards. Oh. Oh, poor little monkey is shredded to pieces. Aww. Yes, it is. Yes. Mon monkey's gone. Gary, though, can you roll me a constitution saving throw? I can. Dirty 20. That's so good. <laughs> when you're lying backwards on the grass, you realize that something's moving in your shoulder. Oh. There's a, not just the scratch and the blood, there's also a bubble that has grown and a tadpole that is trying to crawl in there. But, oh, fuck that! Yeah, you're able to just flick it away. You realize he just tried to implant you. Um, that was red, so it goes to the bullywug. It's gonna provoke an opportunity attack from the armoire, to be fair, but it will try to jump into the hole to escape. 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Seven points of damage. Is this lethal? <laughs> Fucking armoire. I think the armoire can't be lethal, but... Can, can, can it fall on top of it? <laughs> doors? Yeah, 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 I love that. So it's just gonna fall on top of the bullywog and close it up. As the bullywog's trapped. <laughs> it is non-lethal, it is unconscious, but it is in there. Mm -hmm. Gary, you're next. Gary can't really do anything when he's close, so I think he's gonna disengage, get the fuck away as much as he can. King uses the Dragon's Guard shield to shield <laughs> you if you want. Amazing. <laughs> get behind um, me. He's realized he kind of fucked up by healing Griff, 
So this time he tries to heal Mistake, oh, you know, who's sweet, actually sweet. grappled. Uh, and he has another vial, again, made of like this sugar glass that'll break when it hits her. But just because of the way things are set up and Mistake being on the ground, I want to say he like bowls it like yeah. along the ground. Nice, it just nice. kind of rolls over to her. <laughs> and it still says, fuck him. And that's your whole turn? It is. Mistake. Okay, so I've looked it up, and being grappled does not prohibit me from casting somatic spells. So, I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on Griff. So please roll me a wisdom save with disadvantage. 19 minus one. Yes! How does this look? Law Mistake is being grappled. Her hands are like pinned to her side. That's where her material component pouch is. So while she's being grappled, she like reaches her hand into the component pouch to pull these things out, does a little tiny wave of the feather in the air. Griff, I think we should talk maybe. I didn't sign up to be your main squeeze. Uh. <laughs> That's so bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, Whip falls over. Falls prone and is incapacitated for the moment. I also feel the need to high five you because I high five Tyler. <laughs> yeah, go gruesome twosome. Uh, you are next. So on your turn, you just make a wisdom save. You don't pass. You continue to laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this, this, this is fucking good narrative. Koss, you are next. Koss was preparing another illusion spell, but seeing that uh, Griff is handled, they're going to move the illusion over to surround the slotted instead, and a padded soft chamber springs up around the slot with loud music playing saying, everything is fine. You are surrounded by friends. Feel better. Remember who you are. Don't kill anyone. Well, soft mood lighting fills this entire chamber surrounding this lodge. <gasps> Is this major illusion? Major My image, yeah. Major image. On its, its turn. turn, it can make an investigation check to determine that it's fake. Which is now. <laughs> it is Red Slot's turn. It is the only one that's still alive. So it's going to use its turn to slash at the wall, see if anything happens. Right, minus two. Eight. That definitely fails, but if it has cause to physically interact with the walls, then it could also just do that as yeah. its action. Yeah! He goes towards Koss because Koss cast the spell. For its second attack, it is going to slash at Koss as it just bursts through the image of this padded cage. And, nope, that's an eight. Bursts through the image, but rolls on the ground because his foot sunk in Gary. All right. There's only one enemy. And there's only red. I think that would be based of food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> Botulism. He'll just kind of scoot a little and spray a baster at the red slod. Okay. Yeah. You... Its stomach begins to churn and it's just... <laughs> and it almost like snaps out of it. As you, Gary, notice that behind him, on his back, there is a scratch that he didn't get in the stadium. Hmm. It is not a scratch that came from Griff, it came from no one here. Mistake, you're up. Wait, and stab yourself. Stab! 19. You come in from behind him and you stab him and you too see that much like the blue slot, it's got 
Some scratches that you don't recognize from your allies having made it. Griff, can you please make a wisdom saving throw? Uh, 11. Well, you continue to laugh your ass off. You have uh, your inspiration. You can add to this. <gasps> 15. That is higher than my spell save DC. Yes! You and you get five temporary hit points. Your laugh, Griff, mm -hmm. begins to fade, and you realize that you are just lying face up on the field, and you hear the slide growling in the distance and your friends attacking it, and you sit up. You realize you've missed some of the fight. Your abs hurt from laughing, you kind yeah. of tearing up a bit, and you don't remember why. He, yeah. he looks down and just, wow, they look great. And you know what? I'll let you have a bonus. Griff wants to walk up to Blue. Blue is uh, unconscious. Yeah, I know. Griff is looking at Blue. Okay. And I'm imagining he's still kind of hazy. Yeah. And he does it again. He casts uh, Mind Slurper, so I'd have to... I think because he's unconscious, he automatically fails. Does it just outright kill him? I think it does. I think you're yeah. just killing him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the unconscious blue slot opens its eyes and begins to twitch immediately. Uh, I'm not even gonna have him roll, he fails, and he's at zero hit points, so this, whatever you're doing to him, I wanna say like your hand started going purple and it almost spread again, but this time, you took control of it, and it didn't go past the wrist, and it just kills the blue slot. It just twitches like to a, its death. It's like pulse. Yeah. All right. Koss, you're up. Uh, Koss looks over at Griff and is like, Oh good, you're back! And looks away before seeing Griff actually just kill another thing. As they turn back to the red slot, and their face changes into a nightmarish uh, form of what's it? What are the frogs afraid of? A big stork. Does <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Koss turn into an Arakakra? Uh, yeah. Let's go with that. That's basically what the slot is going to see as Koss casts dissonant whispers on it. It's going to need to make a wisdom save, please. Yes, absolutely. Minus two is nine. 13 points of psychic damage. Nice. Uh, and it needs to use its reaction to move as far away from me as possible. So back into One, the padded room. One, two. It's going to trigger opportunity attacks. From both. From both of you. Yep. <laughs> from basically all three of them. In the armoire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Cost got in that. One. <laughs> the armoire got a 10. Nope. None of those here. Uh, 19. Yes. That'll hit. 11 piercing. Okay, yeah. You get sneak attack. Ah! Oh. <laughs> okay. 18. Can the slot make a con save also? Who <laughs> can? That one. Alright, it takes 8 points of thunder damage and inspiration explodes. Alright, I'm gonna have to um, have you guys explain how this happens, please. This thing doesn't want to kill things. She's very wary of that. So I think as it leaves, instead of stabbing it, it hits it at the back of the head mm. with the hilt of the rapier. And that does thunder. Yeah. To mistake surprise, it is very loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the slide like stumbles a little bit dazed into the illusory padded chamber before collapsing onto the floor. We see the interior of it with just lying there for a little bit and then as confetti shoots out from the padded chamber and uh, a party blower. Party blower? Yeah, party blower. Like, congratulations, you have calmed yourself. <laughs> I love that. And that 
brings us out of initiative, which means I can finally take a bathroom break. <laughs> and we can feed the kitties. Too. I shall feed the kitties. So, you find yourselves in this empty stadium. You can hear the noise in the distance. You know that there's more action happening around you. Not so much screaming, but just organizing, very loud organizing, as uh, every now and then the ground kind of shifts. But most importantly, you find yourself in the stadium with your party and king. One slot is unconscious, the bullywug is unconscious inside of the armoire, and one slot is dead. Can I investigate the scratches on this guy? Yeah, immediately Mistake runs to the slots. Into the padded room, yeah. but she knows it's an illusion, so it's a BDG. 24? Yeah, when you examine the slot's body, you see the superficial claw wounds all over its skin on its back, and you notice that there are some tiny pieces of chipped chitin on them embedded within the wound and the wound itself looks infected and there's like just chipped chitin. Gonna collect samples to give to Gary ultimately. He'll come over, he'd seen the um the scratches yeah. as yeah. well. Uh there's stuff in it. I'm collecting the stuff in it. The the stuff? Yeah, like chitin kind of. Oh, can I check this out? I wanna say that you have access to a powder that will provoke a chemical reaction if the thing you are examining is from this realm. And sure. it does not. Meaning you can deduce very quickly that this chitin is not from this realm. Yep. Uh, that, that seems like mage hunter chitin, unless it's another fey creature. Were they somehow under control from a mage hunter? I mean, that makes some sense, right? If the larva corrupted the Eldritch Bomb, that put things under its control. It follows that mage hunters can do something like that. Which then means they have a capability to infect living creatures. Something the Eldritch Bomb couldn't do. Fuck. Meanwhile, out in the field, Griff and Koss are there. And before Koss can even do anything, King, Having seen all of this, and being lawful good in nature, runs up and immediately puts a shield between you and Griff. And looking at Griff but talking to Koss will say like, Be careful. Oh, I've seen- Yes. I, I've heard, I've read about possessed people. Griff? This is not good. Be careful, man. Griff, are you back with us? Can you read its mind? Can you what? Can you read that thing's mind? Slide's mind. Yes, I can. Are you back with us? I'm still here. I don't know why nobody's not killing those things. No, I'm just gonna detect thoughts. Um, it's gonna be multi-purpose, but it's gonna be first of all to make sure it's Griff's head in there. Oh, I'll allow it. Okay. That you feel, Cos, trying to dig into your mind a little. Yeah, you realize he's not Berserk anymore. He is with you. Past that, though, what are you trying to read from What I would hope to get out of this is just to basically experience uh, a fragment of the Berserk that Griff... Uh, um, so it's severe anger, this very strong desire to protect everyone. What would Bjorn Burning Hammer think? Those things need to die. There is no value to keeping these things alive. He's going to kill them. It's gonna happen. Like, that. that's his... Cost is gonna just, like, be like, alright, we're gonna... 
We're gonna address what I'm seeing later, but for now, Akasa is also going to try to intrude into the slot's mind and then have the armor spit out the bullywog and intrude into the bullywog's mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are they dreaming about? Mm. The red slot, when you shift your detect thoughts towards the red slot, it's hungry, hungry, kill, kill. And then in the when you dig deeper, it is very clearly thinking the F squad. Find the F squad. Capture F squad. Uh, good. We are back to this. <laughs> and then you shift towards the bully one. There you go. <laughs> that is a two. Love it. The bully one, when you shift towards him, and he's just kind of snoring at this point, the bully one feels a lot more like a humanoid brain that you're digging into. I'm trying to, I didn't even think of a voice for this guy, but now I have to. <laughs> it's very croaky. Deranged, no. deranged Kermit. It's <laughs> <laughs> throw. It's over here. I can't do I can't do with the range Kermit. That's that's a that's a distinct enough voice. Yeah. Okay. Well, he thinks You gotta keep it. You just keep it right there. He thinks this wasn't supposed to happen. This wasn't supposed to happen. More so Krova curse you. He's just a lot of lamenting. A lot of like I you know, like I came after these guys and look what they've done, they've ruined the mission. And that's, those are his feelings, those are his thoughts. Okay. Mistake has a theory that her earring works better and gives her more interesting historical information about something she is physically closer to or otherwise just knows a lot more about, like emotionally closer to. And that is why like she couldn't really get good information on the Underdark because she's never been there and doesn't really know much about it. But she is right next to this thing. She wants to see she can use her earring to get any information about the moment that it got these scratches. Yeah. As you're hovering over the red slot and Gary's right next to you collecting the ship chitin. Gary's just talking on mm -hmm. about everything and Mistake just kind of <laughs> zones out. So, you know, if you have this kind of powder, it only reacts to things that are from this realm. And as you can see, there's no reaction here. <laughs> and his voice just sort of fades out. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how to do this because they were speaking in an unknown language before. How that's right. Fair. I mean, I can cast Comprehend Languages first okay. before doing this. If you have that spell slot, yes. then perfect. And that's that. Hell yeah. All right, all right. Griff is just is keeping an eye on what is happening mm -hmm. because one, once that thing doesn't serve a purpose. And I want to say even the king shielding mm -hmm. cause and Griff for everyone from Griff. And we fade in to the sounds of footsteps. You dive into that memory. You have a target, a very clear one. After casting Comprehend Languages, everything becomes very clear. You hear those footsteps and you hear the Dragon's Guard. They're within a mile. If we stay quiet, we can make sure we can... And then you hear a growl. Okay, don't make any sudden sounds. 
hurt us as long as we do the sign. Do the sign. But you just hear the growling, the very familiar growling from the slide. Don't attack! Don't attack! No! And then that just turned into more growling and scratching. It lasts about a minute, and then the growling of the mage hunter retreating. As you hear the, the whimpers of the bully one. Push it. Oh, look what they've done to you. Fuck. Okay. I guess I'll go back and tell the others. I mean, I. And as he's walking away, you hear the growls again from the slot. And then first, digging first, like, wait, where are you going? Come back, come back! And then the bully boat dives in after them. And then you come right back to them. Yes. It hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> Dizzy vertigo almost falls, kind of wavers in place. Gary's still temple. going on. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why it doesn't have any of those kinds of re- Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, no, just headache. Um. It didn't infect them when they were alive. It killed them, I think. Oh, I guess that's good. It's at least more consistent. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather they not be able to infect living things, but also a mage hunter can really hurt people. Also, I think this was within an hour of campus. Oh, okay, that's not so There's a mage hunter within an hour of campus is what I'm hearing. I think so, yeah. I heard someone say that the dragons got an hour away or something. Great. Also, bad news. Turns out somebody's gunning for the F squad again this year. Sounds like these slots were spe sent specifically for us. So the mage hunters sounded like they encountered the mage hunter by surprise. The believer was trying to avoid it. The sod just attacked it, and then this happened. As this conversation is happening within 15 feet of you, Griff is standing there. He's got that Dragon's Guard shield that he found against you, and he goes, you just stay right there, mate. Please, don't make this hard. Okay, just just, just stay till the others do. I'm sure they'll be done talking soon. Stay where you are, stay where you are. Please. I, I appreciate um, your moxie, King. I don't have to go anywhere to do this. And his hand flexes out again. It's purple. And M then, mistake. And he closes it. Mind sliver. Oh, you bitch. Okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Rather than wait and see what he can do with it, he's like, yeah, I know, I, I know, I can do this. And so he just. What are you doing? What are you doing? Auto, auto fail. <clears throat> um, as you guys are having this conversation amongst yourself and theorizing, the red slot oh. begins twitching in place. As uh, the red slot stops twitching. <laughs> Congratulations! You have achieved peak calmness. <laughs> yep, peak calmness. It is dead. And just looks at it. What did you? What did you do? It had to go down. That that was, was a living kill you. being, and it was going to kill you and me and everyone else here. So he throws the shield against your chest and runs back and it's going to try to lay on hands but I don't think that yeah. works on a dead thing. No, no, I don't. Yeah. So you've witnessed King having difficulties with his lay on hands and it's very clear that he wants to and he's trying really hard and his hands even start glowing a little but it's just not yeah. working. Mistake goes over to him and like 
puts a, a hand on his shoulder. She says, for what it's worth, it was dead before we fought them. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Even if we could bring it back, it was not in control of its own mind. King will just very despondently like put his hands down and say, that friend of yours, I don't trust him. You do well to stay as far away from him as you can. Yeah, I think we have uh, a bit to talk about. I'm gonna go clean myself up. Cass is gonna go over to Griff and just like plant themselves in front of Griff so that Griff can't like, um, Griff can try to look away, but you know, Cass is just going to like grow up to Griff's height. Oh. Can, can Goss be a, a loxodon and use the ears? Oh. <laughs> Fan the ears out and be like, no. The creature you can me. see. Goss is going to do the loxodon thing and just like come out in front of Griff and just be like, okay, now that crisis is passed, are we chill? Because you, you just, um, I think... Killed the thing that was trying to kill us. Yes, and I, yeah, and you. If it's dead, I'm I'm fine. And you were doing that way before we talked about how it was dead beforehand. Uh, if it's not dead, then it had a chance of coming back up and going after us again. <laughs> so I I don't I don't get it. What what? Why do we have to not go to a certain point when things are trying to kill us? Listen, I, it's okay. I understand. I just. I want to make sure there's actually you in there. Because the last time you had these kinds of impulses, it wasn't. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Costa's going to put a stump on Griff's shoulder. Good to have you back. Never left. go after us. So they could also be a completely separate, unrelated to us. Other thing going on across campus? Any chance we can ask him? And he indicates the unconscious Bullywog who is still alive. I would get him up, but I am out of magical juju for the day. I'm also tapped out. Grip, box over. Grab him by the lapels and just shake him up. Hey, hey. Oh yeah, he wakes up. <laughs> Wake up! It's good about. It's good about Mursal. Comprehend languages last an hour. Oh, great. Take thoughts last about uh, 10 minutes, so. Griff and Gary, the G Squad, y'all don't. <laughs> so it's can... gibberish to you. Because Gary cannot do anything or understand anything from this interaction, he uses this minute to cast mending on the little uh, symbol monkey. Aww. <laughs> made it. You know, he's not just gonna let it be ripped to shreds. Sure, sure, you know. The bullywug is just squirming in place and the mistake very clearly makes out what he says. Cos gets more of a vague idea, but what he says essentially is, um, my friends, my friends, Mursal, Crowbar, we're supposed to do a mission, damn it, let me go, let me go! Your friends were dead before you even got here, weren't they? I don't know if he can understand mistakes. That's what I wanted to check and detect thoughts. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no. You you cause you detect that he doesn't comprehend comment. No. So I think Cos will like hand on shoulder to stump on shoulder to mistake and just say, I, I get that you can understand him, but I don't think he can understand you. Do you think he understands infernal, elvish, or dwarvish? You can try. I'll let you know. <laughs> the six going to say just like a, a simple, like, do you understand this language? How about this language? In in the four sure. languages that, that she knows, I don't think he understands any of them. So just to make it fun, is there a language aside from common that everybody has in common? Goblin and dwarvish. 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 Also dwarvish. Oh. Do you know dwarvish? Luxodon, Leonin, Draconic, Common, and Celestial. So the, the guy pinning him doesn't understand. Mistake tries. Elvish? Nothing. No. <laughs> tries Infernal just for the shits and giggles. And then tries Dwarvish. Ah. Understanding. Good. And Gary also hears like, that's the one? He kind of perks up at this while he's still fixing the symbol monkey. <laughs> so, your friends were dead before you got here, weren't they? No, no. Then what happened with the mage hunter? Yeah, he gets quiet all of a sudden. Are you dragon scarred? No. Now, in all hells did you know? I know things. It's my job. You know things. Yup. Who the hell are you? Oh. Oh, you don't know who we are? <laughs> the <blames>. famous. <clears throat> Cops wrote a whole song about it. I w that wasn't meant to be um, snoothy. That was more just, I was surprised that he didn't know who we are, given what... Your friends were here specifically for us. Oh, can I roll a 1d4 for, for bludgeoning damage? Do you want to knock him unconscious again? He's got yeah. one HP, dude. Yeah, so knock him you... unconscious, wake him up again. Oh, that's oh, so unhealthy. Dude, don't are, are roll, we don't just roll. Torturing this guy? Four flavor. Yes, you punch him. He's <laughs> just like, look, okay, okay, okay. Tell him to put me down. So, Between detect thoughts and a very high passive insight, do I get the sense that this guy's a victim? Hmm. Yes and no. You get the sense that he's scared of retaliation, mm -hmm. should he spiel. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that you get the sense that he's a victim. Okay. I think cool. he's doing things willingly, and he's just scared, because he's defenseless now. Mm -hmm. Why don't we make mm -hmm. a deal? What's the deal? Well, we're not Dragon's Guard. You answer some questions, and we let you go. Well, and before he could even talk, you hear in the distance. All right, coast is clear. Let's check the Strixhaven Stadium now. And you hear, like, the footsteps approaching. Prove it. Prove it. Uh, Koss will motion for the armoire, and the armoire shuts him in into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, me, me, with them? <laughs> sure. Come on. Chris still holding them, so. I don't like this. I don't like this. And Koss will open up the armoire and go, shh. And then shut the door. It's good if I give it. No. No. Alright. Lieutenant Stopolis goes right up to you, but it's like, holy shit, I, I, am, so, I am so sorry we left you. There, there was towers falling into the earth. 
back there. We have students to protect. Are you all safe? You need potions of healing? I think we're covered. I mean, I'll take a potion. Yeah, chucks Pocket, you one. Pockets the potion. <laughs> there were a couple of those back there. We've got our uh, uh, law hold librarian talking to them now, and it would appear that they were in search of these two. By those, you mean like That's other slard? Yeah. We're looking for them? And were they... Mystic's going to nudge yeah. the red one to show like the scratches to ask did, did they have any marks like this on them? Yeah, I don't know. Between Miss Cadron and uh, some detect thoughts from Captain Dapplewing, uh, we gathered that they are after these two because these two went, well, mad. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but, but these are the only two. Yeah, these are the sure. only two slot that were here. Okay. Were the other ones also hostile to students? Yes, but when they were getting close to death, they, they yielded. Okay. I always thought these beasts were just abhorrent and wild and feral. But it would appear that they have some amount of conscience, I guess. Anyway, okay. Fellas, please, retreat these two bodies. They are dead, right? Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We are in the process of getting all the water back to the scriptoria and getting all the earth back to the way it was. I, I apologize for an inconvenience. Do you have sign-ups for... For mending help, or is there someone I should help? talk to? You could probably help with all the towers need mending, yes. Okay, great. Out of curiosity, I understand you wouldn't know this question, but whoever takes these bodies, you could just get a general time of death. That'd be interesting. We're taking them for this section um, to Witherbloom for Dean Valentin. It'll be sunset in a few hours. Of course it's Dean Valentin. <laughs> Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of the best one for this particular mm -hmm. case. Okay. I I'm sorry, this is protocol. Pops open the bottle and just sprays the powder. One more time. Did you see any more of these slotty? No. no. Nope. Nope. Great. Okay, carry on. Did he just cast a truth serum on us? I... I don't, I do I do I think he did. <laughs> so you take him back to the base. Haas, Mistake, and Gary are heading into the base with an armoire that's just... <laughs> you know, you never showed up for my 13th birthday either. <laughs> well, I want to say the Bullywook is trying different languages on you. It just doesn't know common. Eventually, he tries a very guttural... Oh! To you, it sounds like, what about Lithwood? Oh, tune in Strixhaven. Hey, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Okay, you might want to let go of my neck a little bit because... Uh, Why would I want to do that? Because I can't breathe and I have asthma. Blink, mm. I pity. All right, just, just a little. Tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grab you around your waist. Okay, that works better. Hi. Nope. Okay. You killed my friend. Yeah, I did. They were trying to kill me That's and my not, friends. That is not cool, okay? That is very... And then the armoire just spits both Griff and the Bullywug out as they're talking in Draconic. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Uh, look, well, you fucking went berserk on our asses. What do you expect? So I see you two are, have made friends, I No! 
I understood that one. <laughs> in Dwarvish, he'll say, this one's got a bit of damper. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Where am I? Uh, somewhere safe from Dragon's Guard. You kept me from the Dragon's Guard. Sure did. I didn't want to forget that. What's uh, your name? Morgaxor. Sorry, what? <laughs> we are Morgaxor. Ah, okay, so you're not actually Morgaxor. Grinshell, you're... I am Morgaxor! I mean, keep ah. saying that, and we probably will just stab you, and I don't think you really want that. We are Morgaxor. Great, so you are Orc. Is that correct? This wasn't supposed to happen, alright? I figured. We were sent here to do cleanup. Cleanup for what? From last year. I. But everything y'all tried to do last year failed. So what were you trying to clean up? I don't like I can't understand this. Oh. I know. What? The scriptoria. What? Was that your goal? <laughs> no, um, what, no. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. sounds to me like we could get a pretty interesting list. What? Books from the scriptoria. No, no li- li- listen here. We, we ain't, we ain't, uh, I ain't what you think I is, okay? I ain't all three. I'm just like, I'm just. I do the dirty work, okay? Here's the thing. And by the dirty work, I don't mean the violent work. I mean I do the actual dirty work. Like, they caught me cleaning the latrines. So, like, I would appreciate a little bit of mercy here. Oh, yeah, of course. I just want you to, to know who you're dealing with in case you haven't figured it out. Do you know the name of the F-Squad? Yeah, <laughs> do I? Great. You know we pissed off at you, right? Yes. We, 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 we are pissed off. Aren't you pissed off at me, Morgaxor? Thank you, yeah. So, here's the thing, if you know who we are, then you know what we can do, and then you might know that, um, I can read minds, and... And you, you can resist fire, points of mistake. That's, that's kind of just a... That's a pretty tiefling common thing, tiefling thing, right? thing. And you, you were too good for us. Okay, we got some alchemists in our team, but somehow you you just... How the hell did you come up with the antidote? You're not actually expecting me to answer that, right? <sighs> Listen, what I'm trying to get at is we can do this either the way where you tell us and we're nice or you don't tell us and I read your mind, we learn anyway, and we're less nice. <laughs> what, okay? a, what a deal. <laughs> Cute me. <laughs> I, I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. Okay? I know. I, just... I know. We, I know you don't like this. Look at these hands. Why is your feline friend laughing at me, okay? You know what these hands do? They clean up people's shit. Have you ever done that? No. Mistake will say in Dwarvish. No, he actually did work as a janitor all of last year. <laughs> so yes, actually, he has. I rethink that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay? I, I, I honestly, like, you know, cleaning the latrines, you know, most people think it's gross, but I personally find it to be highly therapeutic because you get to work with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, ask away. So, first things first, what were you here to clean up? Damn books. Can you list the books? 
I could, but if I did, first of all, I would probably fall unconscious. Second of all, if he found out, he'd kill me. Who's he? If you're Morgoth's sword. We, we would kill. Huh. It doesn't really work, right? Because huh. oh. if you all are the same person, then killing any one of you would weaken the whole, wouldn't it? Right, but, but see, but see, when Morgoth's says it, that we are all one, I feels it, okay, I feel, I feels it. And how's it feel knowing that he'll gladly kill you? Not, not great. Yeah, not great, huh? Okay. <clears throat> you, you, you did fool our plans last year with, with the Collector. Now, of course, the Collector is on Morgok's horse death list now, which is so funny. Anyway, sorry. Yes, so funny. I can't say it, okay? I can't write it neither, but... Can you think it? Quick asides. Carter's <laughs> gonna pull a mistake aside. The tech thoughts wore off on the way here. I was bluffing. I can do it, but only once. Okay, good. And then I have to like sleep for a really long time. Do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you think it? Yeah. And you will think of it. Alright, and Mistake's gonna use her uh, single detect thoughts for the day. Okay. You will think the lore of LaRue, which you own now, and the curious case of Wisteria Vale. You also can detect. No, no, but that, that third one doesn't matter because we got it. <laughs> Tell me the name anyway. The, the pride of beauty. Got them. We got them, and mm. we know one was in the scriptoria. Otherwise, why would they go there? All right. Well, mm. we've spoken. All right. Couldn't find shit. <clears throat> but uh, wherever it is, must have traveled somewhere, somewhere around this campus. Okay. Well, that's an open lead for us to look into later. For now. Where was this mage hunter that you encountered? Oh, you ain't gonna tell me that much. That you ain't gonna. <laughs> he, go, he gonna kill me, y'all. He gonna. He... Why? You haven't said anything to us. That's true. That's true. And my conscience is clear. Okay. He will think. In the mountains. In the mountains. And it was the runaway one, alright? It was the mama. Ain't too happy. Ain't too happy at all. And I think at this point he'll just spiel it. He he is so tense. He starts thinking of how to get through that uh, gesh. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. You know what you're doing to me, right? I, I don't think I can go back there. I'm gonna go back there. Not after all this. We can find a way to protect you. Can you? Of course we can. We have squad. She, she ain't very happy with us. She? She. The mage hunter queen? We done took her larva. Mugak, sorry, he had us, uh, he had us take the larva into the books to, to have them evolve. And the mama will, 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 will eventually, she started. They intelligent creatures, these things, okay? Mugak sort of treats them like they're, they're his hands, but they're not, they're intelligent. She caught on to what was happening, and eventually, like a mother, got defensive about her young. She went rogue. 
ain't no longer with us. So, for your good, you gotta find the books. Keep the babies under aura control, and all will be good. I think. Uh, yeah, except for all the people that the auric would then kill with. I mean, that's justified. I mean. Is it? I kind of disagree. Also, if you lost control of one mage hunter, what makes you think you won't lose control of an army of mage hunters? They're easier to handle when they're in, you know, uh, herd mentality. Uh-huh, and they're all going to grow up, and at least some of them... I'm going to reproduce. Yeah. Listen, I ain't thought about it this far. I don't know if he has, but... Great. And now he's just tapping his foot, panicking, thinking, Oh man, am I gonna die? Did I just sign my death sentence? This thing's going to swap to Common since uh, he doesn't know Common and everyone else does. All right, so recap. The Auric lost control of a mage hunter queen. That queen is now in the mountains. That queen is very upset that the Auric took all of her lava and all of those lava are now in three books. Two books. Well, yes, three books total, but we have one took care of that. The Auric have another. Third is somewhere on campus. Though more pertinent, this guy seems like he could be a useful informant. He's gonna nudge uh, Griff and then Draconic ask, What are they saying? Am I. Am I his blood now? Punches <laughs> him in the face. Oh. And he falls unconscious just for a bit. He <laughs> wanted me to tell him what we're talking about. Hey, you so could have just not sent him. Yeah. This is better. Okay. I don't know if he'd be a great informant, especially not now. But, I don't know, he just told us a ton of stuff and it feels better if we do like a witness protection thing. It certainly seems like we have to do something with him. I mean, my first thought is Dapplewing. You mean? Kind of said we wouldn't do that though. Dapplewing's not Dragon's Guard. That's true. I think she would count in his mind. Uh, Valentin? I feel like Valentin would just kill him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what about the Unseen? To take the Bullywog? Yeah. Maybe. That makes sense. They're not the Dragon's Guard. Do we have a way of contacting the Unseen? I do. Oh, you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes the most sense, I think. Cool. We just, it's its a letter. Do they speak sense, Dwarven? So. Well, Dwarven members. Okay. So at least they do, but Dawn's not that unusual the language. I'm kind of surprised that this guy seems to speak at least three languages, none of which are common. Right? Yeah! Extremely worldly. He's a little weird. He's just an asshole. <laughs> maybe um, he's just a hipster. Maybe. Can't learn it because it's too he's cool. He's just an asshole. So <laughs> ultimately, we just, I'll send a letter to the Unseen. They can collect him. And we just need to, you know, keep him safe till then. Board him up. Here? In the basement? As this thinky discussion is going on, Gary goes to like stroke his beard and he's like, what? Damn! <laughs> yeah, it just rubs right off. What? Oh man, that was really starting to... I, I always loved it. Oh, well, I guess it'll grow back. <laughs> we just see like an outline of red where the goatee oh. used to be. <laughs> I, I mean, up to you ultimately, but maybe keep it off for now. Okay, I know you hated it, and most people hated it. I liked it. I mean, ultimately, I do whatever you feel most comfortable in. But if this affects your decision any, Kataras doesn't like facial hair. 
I'm sorry, how long have you known this? About 24 hours. As this is happening, Grip, a clockwork servant rolls by, Strixhaven star, just drops off a pile through the window. So I want to say just for flavor, it falls right in your feet. And the headline reads, Vice Captain Bjorn Burning Hammer cuts off own son. Well, even just from the first few sentences you read, it'll say, that Vice Captain Bjorn Burning Hammer is, for the time being, cutting off all funds. There's even a quote that says, There comes a time in every man's life when he must teach his son a lesson. The message sinks in pretty immediately that you are being cut from the family funds. Ow. He loses Bart, right? <sighs> Bart's on spoiler, pain. Michael. <laughs> At that same time, Bart emerges from the basement. He's carrying a box. Oh, you're here. I. Who is that? A temporary ally. Oh, okay. Um, sir, do you have a moment in private? Yeah, Bart. takes you aside. He's carrying his box of belongings, which don't have that much uh, in them. Um, I don't know if you've heard the news. This, this, uh, this morning, your father made a speech. You, you might have been amazed to our practice, and then all hell broke loose, but Master Griff, I, I've been called back to Burning Hammer Manor. I, um, I, um, did not have any communication with you for your father's requests. Furthermore, your your funds are to be cut as well, so any food, school supplies you might want to buy are also going to be out of pocket for you, but, um, but that includes me. And he looks back over his shoulder as the escort is presumably, like, still talking. Yeah, still, still conferring what to do with our bullywag friend. I... Monster Griff. He leans in and looks you right in the eye and, and, and he lets go and, and shows a very vulnerable side of him and he says, I've served this family for four generations. And by the gods, I haven't had this much fun. I just wanted you to know that this has been, <laughs> this, is, this has been quite something, knowing you and your friends. That's all. She'll take my leave for now. And he heads out the door. Hello, everyone. 
Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pecoset and Nanantum peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio. Thank you.